Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Up and at him. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With Walker and Roush. We are too wild and crazy guys. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday to you, June 2nd, 2021. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on your Wednesday morning. I have a few different just like show starting, different things happening, thoughts. First off, uh, right when we were coming on air, I had to hit send on a direct message we have a listener who is a really nice person, but just asked me for golf advice, like, semi-frequently, and I'm happy to give it. And to be honest, flattered, but secondly, I like kind of giving it because I, like, I type out things that I should do that I probably don't do as often yeah, yeah, as I should. It's, it's, like, I'm not right. practicing what I preach, even though I know at least the general concept of the things I should be doing. Like, the most recent DM I got was about putting. And he had the right idea. He, my putting advice to any, anybody dumb enough to listen to me for golf advice, my wife included, is like, on long putts, if your goal is to make all of them, you're going to end up with three, three putts and maybe an occasional four putt, which is pretty embarrassing. So what I do is I imagine this big, like... The hula hoop. The hula method. hoop. Yeah. Uh, but bigger than that, usually. Like a big inner tube, you know, anywhere from like a five to seven foot radius mm-hmm. around the green. And you're not trying to make the putt. You're just trying to roll it into that radius, almost like a top golf, if you will, or something like that. And then you'd be shocked how many two putts you end up with. Now, I'll still miss those occasional four footers, five footers because uh, I'm not good at golf but you you really want to avoid the three putts when you can and when you're really aggressive from far away that's a recipe for three putts but uh to to listener Zach you flatter me by asking me for golf advice I'm not good like you could you could ask Bobby Cook you could ask other golfers uh but but mm. thank you I think the best putting advice you can give is never leave it short no, no, no. <laughs> never ever leave it short. Disagree. Yeah, yeah. that's terrible putting advice. <laughs> but you should never leave a birdie putt short. Correct. That's true. Although that I, is just again a right. I think good. Go- I think good golfers came up with these sayings, and they're like, "Hey, let's just tell these average Joes like, don't leave a birdie putt short, and then they'll just blaze them by. <laughs> and then instead of like getting the thrill of maybe a birdie, they uh, end up with just a whole man, bogey. I love. Yeah. My favorite uh, golf advice is, well, maybe you're not swinging hard enough. <laughs> that's, always, that's, that's always a good one, too. And then oh, secondly, man. you're listening to KRC here on Big X Sports Radio. Justin, you're I, the, I think you're an awesome person. But the fact you refuse to feed the cat is just a weird thing about I you. I fed the makes, cat last week. No, you said you, you never feed the, the You said you never feed the cat. All right, well, maybe you should confirm with me because I felt a soft spot in my heart one day last week. I think it was Friday, and I fed the cat. Oh, wow. I did. You can ask him. So, <laughs> is this... Uh, <laughs> I don't like cats, though. Is this, if there is was this, a dog, is this like, I'm not a huge cat person either, but this poor little wild it's, it's, cat that's It's been, not like it's skinny and dying. It, it's tiny. That's true. No, it's just tiny, but it's kind of 
It's got a belly. Yeah. It's got a little bit of meat on it, but such a little kitty. It's like, all right, go ahead and get fat, little You're guy. letting Who the cares? cat take advantage of you. He's going to it's all the neighbors li- around here, too. As far as we know, it just lives in the woods, Justin. And at <laughs> 6.55, when we roll up, you're, you're a little bit earlier than us. We just see that little cat prance out of the woods, and it comes up, meow. And then it's a little skittish, because understandably so. It's a wild cat. And we feed it. But then I thought about, like, we haven't been in the studio, Roush and I, since Thursday, this poor cat was probably hungry out of its gourd. It didn't get fed yesterday, but it got food on Friday. Did it come up yesterday? I didn't see it How yesterday. could you ever say no to that little Well, because here's my thing. If it's in the wild, there's mice in the wild. Go get uh, you some br- dinner. It brings us mice from time to yeah, time. Go get very, you some dinner. I'm not making it easy for you. Very thoughtful. It doesn't eat the you, mice. It just kills them. Well, I'm sure it does this from time to time. You think it eats them? Yeah. No, it doesn't look like I, a mouse eater. I would also like to say that if you take out some of the meows of this conversation, we're really just talking about like giving homeless people money. Same conversation. That's true. No, different. No, yeah. no, no, totally. I, I mean, apples and oranges big time. Why can't fruit be compared? They can get their jo- own jobs. They can poor, get their own mice. Poor kitty just was born into this world. Probably doesn't even know who its parents are. No. Never really had a chance. You want to? I mean, we talk about our pets. How privileged are our animals, you know? No, that's true. Yeah. Raising, never even knowing what a hard day was. Yeah, my dog goes outside for two seconds when it's raining and starts crying like a baby. Which, by the way, it's going to be pretty rough the next few days. Really love love my dog, and he hates the fireworks, and he's basically got this, like, PTSD where if it's, like, a warm summer night, he gets scared. Like, he's just, like, naturally, he'll just have, like, a smell in the air of, like, summer nights and be like, "Mm, Mm, something bad's going down. Exactly. So... We've been watching the Band of Brothers, which is so good. We watched two more episodes last night. I just would love to skip work on a rainy day today and just finish it out. It is unbelievable. But now the soundbar war sounds are like triggering him. Oh God, he's gonna put him upstairs. Abe did serve four tours, so like you gotta be you gotta be sensitive with that. But it's that's I can't do that, Roush. No. The fireworks, like oh, you know. That's still also like be a better, you know. Right. Uh, I've told you my the 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 famous Lachlan McLean f- firework dog take. Oh, I forgot that he was just like be a better dog owner. Right? No, no, no. He was just like have a better dog, dude. He, he was like <laughs> my dog. You could light a firecracker off next to its ear, and it wouldn't even bat an eye. Just either you got a good dog or you got a bad dog. <laughs> but I do just want to go up to Abe and be like, be better, man. It's just, TV. Yeah, like look at it. it. And then we turn the sound bar off, and he was fine. But. I, oh, but the soundbar makes it so much better. Just oh yeah, it feels like you're in Normandy. Yeah, why don't you just put them? Actually, they're in Asia, right? They're in the Pacific front. For no, most they're of this. They they're, in the, they're in the Eastern, at least for now. Okay, I've yeah. only seen the Pacific it, ones. They're they're closing in on the Germans. It's, gotcha. It's uh, I think we are in 1944. Oh yeah. So yeah. Oh, battle or the bulge coming? Well, they? I don't. Yeah, that's oh, Christmas. We've done that one yet. So that yeah. one's coming up. Yeah, in Belgium. Way to ruin it, Nick. <laughs> Spoilies. Oh, it's like the Titanic. <laughs> uh, so, all right, so there's a random few thoughts from me to start today's show. All right, Justin, good for you. If you see the little fella or the little gal, intern cat, it's part of the show. I Here's the thing. I can't promise you much, but I can promise you once a month I'll feed the cat. If the cat comes up to you, you should feed it. No. That, that's just, if you have a... It's a it's an animal. It's an animal coming to you for help. That's getting fed by every neighbor around the station. You don't know that. I do. You've seen the belly. No, no. It's fat. So there is a theory. This is actually. I don't know. 
Should I say this on the radio? There's a theory that somebody lives out in that woods, and that's that person's cat. And just in the morning, the cat goes away from the person, comes to us, eats, goes back to the person. It's not a bad theory. Like, actually lives in the woods or just forgot yeah, where no. their house was yeah. and crashes there I type of deal? guys in, like, they're homeless, they live in the woods. That's the theory. I've never seen anybody. I've never heard anybody. But didn't you hear whistles one time? Yeah. Coming yeah, from the yeah, woods? I've heard whistles. Yeah. Before? Roush gets whistled at from the woodgoers. Cat calls. Cat calls from the quite, cat folks. Quite literally cat calls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so in that theory, you still need to feed the cat. But at least it doesn't make me think of this cat lonely, just like living Jeez, under gutters and whatnot. Justin, feed the cat. We, we buy the food. Please. Once a month. I can handle that. If, you, if it comes up to you, <laughs> please feed the little cat. All right. Roush? You know who didn't have any trouble eating last night? Oh, Devin Booker. No, I was going to say Damian Lillard. Yeah. I was very brave. I was an idiot. And it, there was six minutes left, and I was kind of tired, but not really. And so I was like, you know what? I'll pop this game on. And then I spent the next 10, 15 minutes playing the. Actually, I'm the smartest. Am I ready to go to sleep? Or, wait, oh, Dame just hit another three. Oh, God, he banked one in? What the hell is going on here? It was some pure form of wizardry, and he missed a couple shots at the end. I don't want to say he got cold, but at one point he had 55 points on 21 shots. 55 points on 21 shots. It was absolutely insane, but it still wasn't enough for the Blazers to beat the Nuggets. It also kind of stunk because... Austin Rivers was like the guy he was going back and forth with, and Austin Rivers stinks. I mean, I I will say Austin Rivers is like playing the Jamal Murray role. He's doing a better job than I thought. Yeah, I'll I mean, give him that, even though nobody likes Austin Rivers. Right, right. But he like the few. Oh, oh, as a super fan of travel. Stupid ass. You're a super fan of traveling? <laughs> ESPN can kick rocks with their autoplay ads. Yeah, they're the. Oh, worst. that's Rich coming from KSR. I don't play. I feel like I can't ads. even go to like the desktop version of KSR anymore without like six different things. Well, you know what? Up. ESPN they make a lot more than we do off ads. So <laughs> good. That's a great answer. <laughs> that was a good. We got. We got to make up for it. That was a good response. But no, he 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 has done. And I haven't watched a ton of that series. And what I was going to say, why I'm an idiot, is because I was like, you know what? I'm not super tired. I, maybe I was all jacked up from Band of Brothers and. I was like, I'm going to watch a little bit of this Lakers-Suns game. I just, I thought it'd be fun. Again, we kind of talked oh. about it yesterday that you could make a case for it being a must-win or a big-time game for both teams, obviously. And uh, watched that first quarter, and I was like, all right, Suns seem to like have a little bit more juice. I got to go to bed now. I'm an idiot because I shouldn't even watch the first quarter of an NBA game. What was I thinking? Yeah. I should have just went over to the to the Nuggets. Uh, Nuggets and the Trailblazers game, but now that I'm thinking about it, you I seem like sta- I could have gotten hooked on that. Oh yeah, point. and you would have been up till midnight. Midnight, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that would have been real rough. And I felt horrible this morning, even like going to sleep at probably 11:15. The the part that was that was crazy about this game is that uh, the Trailblazers they had Nurkic foul out, so without Nurkic in the game, they relied on Enos Kanter to. Defend Jokic. And he, and he, we love we love Big Ennis, but he is a terror. He's one of the worst defenders in the NBA. He's just purely there for offense, it, no defense. He's a great rebounder. Yeah, he is an awesome scorer. He has he fills he checks a lot of boxes for NBA teams. Defensive we, uh, liability. 
he checks that box Which, as well. That's one thing I don't like. You would think after playing basketball. You think if you're that good of a rebounder. Yeah. Like, if they, you can follow and trace a ball off the rim and the backboard, you'd be able to follow somebody's jab step. Yeah, you know? and, like, eventually first, pride would take over. And But I guess the lateral quickness just isn't Jokic there. has a horrible first step, but it's just long and big so he can get by people. But he was, like, blowing I – mean, he was yeah, still – this whole series is – yeah, I don't get it within us on that regard. I totally agree with you. At some point, you think you'd improve. I get not being a good shot blocker, not being able to maybe have right, like a. Right. But to be There's that. There's athletic limitations, but a, to an extent, to be that elite offensively and rebounding, and then just to like basically you, you're almost unplayable because of how bad you are defensively. It is wild. I don't it's, get it. I, I don't either. So he so, was stuck on Jokic in those. Uh, a lot. And uh, now, now, granted, he didn't get a ton of those off, but the, the Nuggets, with even without. Having surrounding, uh, my, my, Michael Porter Jr. hit a couple shots in the overtimes. But what really made the game crazier than crazy was the fact that the Nuggets had this advantage. I mean, they were up four with twenty seconds left, and the shot clock's still on. But it would have gone down to about eight seconds. But they're playing it out, and this is in regulation. Rivers tries to make a move to to get into the lane, and Dame just pops the ball free. Goes down, throws a one-handed pass to McCollum in the corner, who buries a three. One-point game with 10, 12 seconds to go. Just like, I mean, it, blink of an eye, uh, you thought, wait, why aren't they fouling? I'm used to college basketball where they're they're fouling away with plenty of time left. Nope, uh, the Blazers got it. Uh, after a couple made free throws, it's like, okay, well, you got nine seconds. It's Dame time. So you've been great all game. Show us what you can do now. They call a phantom foul. On Rivers, that was going to give over three shots to tie the game and put it in overtime. They can challenge these calls now, so they go to the monitor. And upon further review, Rivers is a good eighteen inches away. I mean, like I mean, there is visible space between these two when he goes up for the shot. But the refs then they would have to admit they're wrong. So they say no, he actually touched him. While he was on the four, foul on the four. It's like, okay, well, let's, hmm. that's the worst call ever I've and ever seen in my life. But probably took like five minutes. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, granted, it wasn't as bad, but it was still like, goodness gracious, let's yeah. get the show on the road. And then, let's do this again. Of course, Dame gets the ball back. Boom, buries the three. Top of the key. Just like, suck it, Austin Rivers. Like, you, you have no chance here. Next overtime happens. We have a similar scenario where you think, oh, Nuggets got him put away. Nope, Willard's just going to do what he does and bury another three with 10 seconds left, and the Nuggets have to force Austin Rivers to jack up a prayer for him. And so the same old song and dance happens again, and then in the the, the last overtime, Willard hits his first two threes and banks one in. You think, oh, my God, there's no way that the Blazers could possibly lose this. This is incredible. But Jokic... He, he waited the storm, and the other Blazers had to shoot the ball eventually. And at one point, uh, C.J. McCollum did the classic, mm. classic Devin Askey where he just stepped out of bounds. Ah. Yeah. Tough to do that with a minute left in the game in double overtime in the playoffs. So the, the Nugs ended up winning. Nug life prevailed despite Lillard's 55-point performance. That, it, it was, though, pretty crazy, T.J. I haven't seen a – it's been a while since I've seen somebody just – Go insane and go off like that. A lot of fun. Devin Askew, by the way, projected to start for Texas, a point guard. Wow, good for him. 
just again, you know, just desperately wanted to go to U of L, but U of L said nope. We would much rather have a Marshall transfer and uh, a JUCO guy that's never played a college game. Then uh, the national championship head coach, or no, sorry, he went to a national championship game, didn't win it. But that guy wanted. Oh him, yeah, but people, Louisville did. Gosh, it. for a second, I was like, Chris Beard is at Texas. Yeah, yeah, people forget that. Still forget uh, that they're yeah. you know. So you Chris know. Beard, ask you. Yeah. Weird fit, but nevertheless, we digress. Yeah, we do. Well, it sounds like a fun NBA game. It was. It was a lot of fun. It was very big of me. I was all jacked up. Stayed up a little late because I was uh, I was completing my log from the first day of UK satellite basketball camps. What from over the summer? What kind of log did? What, what I just wrote stories about Jacob oh, Top. Yeah. It just took a little longer. Yeah. But uh, so essentially, I, I think I don't I don't know if this has happened. Before, I know we've gotten the satellite camps previously, and there's been some stuff from it, but it's usually just like, oh, here's players blocking so many shots, you know, like how. No, it, it, it was always, and I still think this is true even from yesterday because we'll talk plenty about this, but it, it was good to just, hey, we hadn't seen these guys in a couple months. So and so looks stronger. So and so looks bigger. So and so's mm-hmm. lost some weight. Those were tangible things that you could actually comment on. And in the middle of summer, it is something. Yeah. Um, no, that's not like you saw them like working out or shooting and doing stuff like that. You'll see little things here and there. But it was more just like, all right, we hadn't seen these guys in a while. And some of them we've never seen. So oh. it, it was good to kind of get an eye on some of these people from yesterday. And that was, for me, I know, I, like, I mean, hell, I went to a game or two or three last year, but we were up in the upper deck. So I don't know about you, but it's hard to get the scale of some of these guys until you could actually – Stand not toe to toe with them, but you know, within five, ten feet of one another. And the one that jumped out to me, and it wasn't just because he was uh, speaking to us later, Jacob Top was like, dude, he's tall. Like, maybe the tallest one here, Oscar Shibwe, uh was not in attendance either, it was Dante Allen or Keon Brooks. Uh, Cal said they had some stuff to attend to, or Kellen Grady wasn't there as well. So, uh, I, I know Allen's expected to be there today. He's speaking with the media. Uh, n- nothing weird going on there. Just, I, I don't think there is either. Them. I don't think that um, that's always been the case in these camps. Sometimes people would be there. Some Sometimes, is there another one today somewhere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe somebody that was there yesterday won't be there today. Right, they're they're right. pretty lenient if you can't make it to this stuff because uh, they're not getting paid to do this stuff. So, like, they are yeah. if it's, like, I don't think they're getting like yeah yeah. UK football players do when they work them, and they it's it's what, a nice you're little twenty five fifty bucks. You think it's more than that? Because uh, they don't even charge that much for the camps. Oh, you're right. You're right. Uh, yeah, it's probably not much, but over the summer they'll probably get I think like Rash a, just reported I, a major UK violation. I bet they would after doing this for a month of June. They probably make a thousand dollars. You think so? Like yeah, that'd, be be- that'd, that'd be better than I was told, but that was like five years ago, and a lot of, has changed in that time. So. I know at least. Well, in the football okay, well, camps, that's, that's are a little bit better, but a yeah. little bit different too. In that, like, you, it's an all day thing where this is. I guess you're in a, but like this was an afternoon kind of deal, and I and they do a lot more work too once they get to the on campus ones here in a couple of weeks. Uh, but yeah, no, they, they make a decent, they make a little bit decent coin, uh, but it's more. For this purpose, it's more just like, oh, we're getting to hang out as a team together, get to know everybody. Uh, I mean, hang out without jumping through a bunch of COVID hoops. Like, they yeah. still have, like, they're still being tested some now. It's not r- as rigorous People as people being vaccinated or being tested. 
What a waste of money. Total waste of money. Well, they're showing up on campus for the first time. So they're just like, oh, let's make sure that, you know, yeah. everybody's good. The vaccines uh, And I don't, from my understanding, not everybody is fully vaccinated yet. So, but they're they're getting there. Well, if, you're not, if you're not vaccinated, that's fine to be tested. If we're testing people that are vaccinated, UK is wasting money. Did you not hear but, about the Yankees that had the eight coaches test positive that were all fully vaccinated? Uh, that was pretty crazy. No, I didn't hear yeah. I didn't hear that. Yeah. But they even had an outfielder, I think, got it too. Yeah. Both 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 shots for all, all those folks. Yeah, yeah, pretty wow, crazy. Wow, that is crazy. Vaccine doesn't work. <laughs> but um, back to like the actual sizing those guys up. Toppin afterwards did say he's like, yeah, I think I, I'm pretty sure I grew an inch because I'm taller than my brother now. Wow, and better. Well, uh, Justin, I, I know that we spoke briefly yesterday. And I've I've taken a lot of guff over the years for not getting hard hitting journalism on this show when I show up to press conferences. But you know what, Joey Fence tells in the past. This is the new Nick Roush bringing hard hitting reporting to you like this. Top and breakout player next year's Kentucky basketball team. What would you? How would you respond to that? I'm excited for it. I like a challenge. Um, it's no pressure because. To me, myself, like I feel like I'm gonna have a breakout year. Uh, I've been working, I've been putting in the work. I'm building my confidence, uh, shooting the ball, dribbling, playing lower. So I'm definitely excited to see what's gonna happen. We uh, we did miss the part where I, I, that began with many people are saying. So classic Big J move and TJ. I think it's now confirmed. Jacob Toppin, breakout player of the year. From all the the media folk that were there yesterday, it seemed like Toppin was like the whoa, it's, wow, he looks great. I think like people were saying he's he's taller than Damian Collins and all that sort of deal. So it seemed like people are starting to get on the hop and trot, hop and top and train, and we ain't stopping. No, we are not stopping. Uh, it, it was funny because they do like a Q&A with Cal, with all the campers, and they ask questions like, who's the best dunker? You know, and Cal's like, what if somebody it's asks not like Jacob a Toppin. Super tough, hard-hitting question. Like, your inability to adapt to modern offense <laughs> is really holding back UK. Should you have more titles <laughs> than one? <laughs> but uh, at what, I mean, like the first t- question was, who's the tallest? And they're like, well, Oscar's not here. And we're like, Jacob, why don't you stand next to Damia? And they were like, and I mean, they really were eye to eye. She's like, oh, so this guy is supposed to be kind of a, a wing utility guy. And he's your second tallest player on the team, maybe? Like, that's that's good. That's good to hear. We we got the Obi Toppin questions because uh, naturally – at one point, you know, Cal's preaching to these kids about working hard. He's talking about Julius Randle and the New York Knicks. Um, and, you know, he was having a tough time, and I texted him, you know, you got this. And it's 11 o'clock at night, and Julius sends me a picture, and he's just got his shoes off. He sit on the court and says, guess where I'm at? He's in the NBA playoffs, and it's 11 o'clock at night, and he's putting in extra work. That's what you got to do to blah, 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 blah. And that leads him to ultimately saying, well, you know, Jacob over here, his brother Obi Toppin plays for the Knicks, and this guy thinks he's actually better than him. And, you know, they kind of laugh. And, and afterwards in the media, Jerry Tipton, I mean, he's he's all over. He goes, so, you know, Cal said you're better, you think you're better than your brother. And, oh, you're not. And so do you think you're better than your brother? And he's like, oh, yes, I do. And just gave some nice little snappy. He's like, you know, I mean – 
I will be eventually. That's the plan. And essentially, it's like, you know, I, I, I can play both ways. I can switch off on guys. I can become a better shooter. I spent all season working on it. And that's kind of where my game's at right now. I know what I can be, and now I'm more confident than ever in my shot. And if there's one thing Toppin didn't like last year, even though sometimes it felt like he was a a baby deer at, at times where he knew what he wanted. He knew he was at A. He knew what he wanted to do at B. He just didn't know how to get there sometimes. So it was just kind of all kerfuffled up. I think he's gained a little bit of confidence and put in that work to to try to figure out how to get from A to B more efficiently. Yeah, that all that checks out makes sense. He showed so many flashes and just did some things that uh, you can't really teach or you can try to teach, but it's pretty tough. He, he knows how to come off screens, knows how to catch and shoot. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. What else stood out? Uh, I would say that – it was kind of nice having old guys there. Damian Collins, yeah, but the a, a lot of the other guys, this is kind of their like they've done this before. You mm-hmm. can, you can tell the freshmen a little, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't say hesitant, uh, but they looked like upperclassmen, and the freshmen were still look like big SOBs. Uh, yeah, Damian Collins, arms very long. Uh, Bryce Hopkins, he's a thick boy. Dude's going to be able to get inside and do some stuff as well. Maybe I mean, I don't think I foresee him being a back-to-the-basket guy. But from a rebounding standpoint, he's going to – right now, he's big, and it kind of still looks almost like your baby fat, you know, where he's like, oh, man, once he gets a little bit more muscle on him, he he's not going to have any trouble in the SEC. That's what I like to hear. I Remember when you made fun of me? Did I make fun of you? You did. You did. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of a low grade move, oh, if we're gonna be honest oh, with it. Okay. No, he is a he, he's doesn't he doesn't look like a freshman. I know you said that you could kind of tell the freshman from the other ones based on who was shy and who'd kind of done it before. But body wise, he fits in with the older guys, doesn't he? No, no, without a doubt, without a doubt. I also do kind of doubt the severe wheeler five ten. I mean, yeah, Travis Graff thought he was five seven. He he, Cream Watkins is tiny, and they're. I mean, he's a little bit taller than him, but it's – yeah, he's he's a little guy. But remember Jerry Tipton it's when he's wearing shoes. Yeah. Maybe he's going to have different shoes. wearing the shoes, yeah. Yeah. Well, should have, it, we didn't expect him to be tall. No, no, we did not. Yeah. But it also was like, you know, you're some of these guys had masks on, so, you know, you're trying to differentiate, and it's like, oh, so that's Wheeler. Oh, okay, you know, takes a little while. Uh, Brad was there. He's still not officially a GA. He's not officially. Yeah, from UK, it was you know, you know, he's just looking for jobs and enjoying time with the team right now. It's like, yeah, that's what it is. Sure. Hmm. Yeah. Uh huh. Hmm. Well, do we know what they're doing? Like dotting T's, crossing eyes. I don't know what the delay is. Maybe he has to actually be enrolled into uh, classes. Like grad classes, and he's just waiting until the fall. Gotcha. Maybe, I don't know. Or maybe a second summer session or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, potentially that's it. And he can be with his dad, you know. He can still be around the team. Right, and, right, right. And not... talk to the team. It's his father's team, you know, yeah. exactly. So uh, that's interesting. I, 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 wa- I was wondering when they would make that announcement or what they what they do in that capacity. But cool. It was mm-hmm. good. It was good to get some, to get anything, to yeah. get a little something. Antigua was in and out of the gym quite a bit. 
because there was no service downstairs. So I think the phones were a little hot yesterday. The open recruiting period did start, so, you know. Phones were hot? Phones, I mean, maybe that's just a regular day for him where he's just always on the phone. But I did start to notice, like, he's coming in and out of the gym quite a bit. Hmm. But, yeah, just just a few nuggets here and there. When The other noteworthy thing Toppin shared with the media when speaking with us is, like, you know, in these early uh, scrimmages, uh, they have been able to play a few pickup games. He's like, man, the new guys, we can really shoot it. It's, I think it's going to help us really space out the four and Collins. He plays just like Isaiah. Blocking shots, dunking. He's going to be really good for us. So it's just pickup. It's the first week of pickup games. And where Collins is going to be tested, I think, the most is when it gets more physical and the defense gets amped up some. Like in these pickup games, they're going hard, but defensively, it's it's not going to be the same. But still, uh, you know, I, you'll love hearing the summer pickup nuggets, even if it is that Matt Pilgrim is going to be a beast. Hey, remember a couple weeks ago when we brought up who was going to be the best player for Kentucky and I said Damian Collins and y'all kind of scoffed at me for it? That's not true. Uh, you kind of scoffed a that's little bit. Not, that's not true. I've always thought, that, why would I scoff at you for that? I don't think I did scoff at you for it because I think that he, I think everybody thinks he has the most potential on the team. He is probably going to be the highest draft picked on the team. Maybe Ty Ty. I guess you never know. But well, I, I would I would have a tough time believing. I, I just don't think he'll be the best player on the team day one or the first several months. But I don't think I scoffed at you. Oh, well, we've got two cases of bad recall this morning. Total recall. Let a texter if I what was the context of the scoff? Well, the texter brought it up. Who was going to be the best player for I, Kentucky? I remember that. And that, I said either Damian Collins or I can't even remember who I said my second one was, but I was pretty sure on Damian Collins. And it was you all kind of were like, he's not even going to start. I don't think he is going to start. Of it uh, at first. That's we yeah. That's probably true. Again, I do think he probably has the highest ceiling on the team, but he may be further away. And then I think Toppin, I think it was Toppin, said that uh, he's doing a lot of the same things Isaiah Jackson's doing. Yeah. So I thought maybe he'd be a little further along off the get-go. Talking with more people about that, they said, yeah, pretty similar. So may I, I could be wrong about that, but I just he's. I don't think he's going to start over Oscar Shubway. I don't think he's going to start over Keon Brooks. And then you got Toppin, and you've got Bryce Hopkins, and but then Collins going to do a lot of great things himself. So it's I, we've never ever had a UK basketball season with, I guess, fewer expectations of what to expect from the players, if you will. No idea really who the best player will be. Who who we don't even know if Davion Mintz is going to come well, back with this group. It is a loaded team, yep, but yep. it seems like the the levels of talent are similar, maybe one through like nine, which is nuts. It's just nuts. Yeah, and I, I also think too when you only win nine games, the bar is lowered. I know Cal would never say that, but in our minds. We're setting expectations a little bit more as a defense mechanism. Well, I don't know. They could be really, really bad. Like, we're, we're saying that out loud just because the worst-case scenario happened last year. So, I think there's a little bit of brake pumping to an extent. But, you know what? I was ready to be, uh, what do they call it, a captain of the moment? Wait, wait, wait. A pris- prisoner of the moment. I was a prisoner of the moment yesterday. I felt like after that Moorhead State game last year, it was like, Kentucky's winning every basketball game. It was just because it was exciting just to oh, they balled s- out. see the guys out there just back, seemingly back to normal. 
and doing media ops with 17 cameras around. Like, it was like, oh, so this is, this is what we've been missing. It's like, this is kind of nice. Now, will it not be nice when I'm driving to E-Town Friday afternoon at, you know, 5 p.m.? Like, no, no. But nevertheless, it's, it's, it's exciting for now. Exciting for now. Are they going to make somebody available each one of these? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Good yeah. for UK. So, well, it'll be a steady stream of little little tidbits of news for the next. I remember a camp I went to. They were like, "We're not, we're not doing every camp. We're gonna have a few select ones where they're gonna do it." And uh, and then it ended up those select ones just were packed. And I was like, eh, "If you just, you know, made like one person available at all these places, people wouldn't feel the need to have yeah. to be there." You know. Well, and now they they showed up for the first one, and then there may be a few here and there, but there's going to be some that are more barren than others. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. And uh, the, maybe some of those where you get the most interesting or, or the coolest things. All mm-hmm. right, we are long overdue for a break. That is what we in the radio biz call a long first segment. Oh. We will be back for a shorter second Double segment here on Big Exports Radio's Kentucky Roll Call. T.J. Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. If peeing your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. With Walker and Roush. That was the grossest thing I've ever heard in my life. Let's go! Welcome back. I guess somebody fixed this, fixed this microphone. I've been moving it around all willy-billy, and it's been working just fine. You better be knocking on wood, you son of a... So that's been nice. You're listening to KRC here on Big X Sports Radio. Go 7 to 9 Monday through Friday. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Appreciate you tuning in and listening to us. That golf advice there in Hour 1, Segment 1, to start the show was brought to you by Bobby Cook Golf Academy. You can listen to me talk about golf, and if you're smart, you're probably laughing when you hear me talking. You won't laugh when you hear Bobby Cook. Well, you may, because he's pretty funny. tells good jokes. But he will also tell you things about your golf game that will make you better. I don't care how good you are, there's something that he can fix to make you even a little bit better. I don't care how bad you are. He won't care. He's just wanting to get you where you can get out there, play quick, finish rounds. What more could you want for perfect summer to get into golf and let Bobby Cook teach you a thing or two about a thing or two. He's over there off Exit 4 in Southern Indiana. Give a call at 812-913-4415 or go to Bobby Cook Golf Academy to learn more. There's more than lessons there. If you just want to go play on the simulators, it's inside, it's air-conditioned, it's great. I think some people are thinking like big warehouse kind of feel to this place, like musty. No, 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 it's nice. Trust Mm -hmm. me, you get in there and there's they have birds. Well, not real birds, but there are birds chirping. Remember? Tweet, tweet. Or no, you, uh, well, I thought we talked about that. Oh, that, that weekend that we both went. Oh, they play them on the simulators, yeah. Yeah. Like, you get the, like, the, nat, the nat sound, yeah. as we call it in the biz. Uh, I don't know if it was me or Buddy, but we were like, there's not real birds in here, right? And he was like, no. But all the simulators were on at the same time. <laughs> it <just laughs> sounded like uh, pterodactyls were coming for us. And uh, But Bobby Cook, he's got a good thing going there. Over off Exit 4. Check them out. A random wacky Wednesday topic that we were talking about during the break was I wish we had ways to be able to keep track of our personal records for random just random things annually and may you know and we we'd have career things as well 
For example, like I wish I had a breakdown of how many beers I would have drank in each and every year over the last 10 years. Wouldn't that be cool to know? And then probably would make you want to be like, oh my gosh, that's way too many. I'm going to cut back big time if you had that information available. But like you, I would want it for everything, Roush. Like how many slices of pizza did I eat in 2017? And just to be able to like pull that number out and be able to see it. Uh, totally or, or a wacky like, Wednesday weird topic, but that's kind of the stuff we talk same, about during the Same thing with like hot dogs. Like, oh, I didn't eat that many last year. Good job. Uh, you know. <laughs> it means I'm sucking down 30 a month this, this go around. Oh, yeah. I, I got plenty of time to catch up. See, yeah. I don't even want to. I don't even just want to know about eating and drinking. I want to know like small stuff too, like brushing your teeth and how many times I shower in each year. That'd be another good yeah, one. Just every, yeah. I want everything Ooh. about my life. What, I want broken down into categories. In my 30 years of life, what year did I brush my teeth the most? Yeah. And how alarming would it be if that year was like nine years old? Like if it just popped, <laughs> what a game show would be too. I mean, there's no way you could obviously do it, but it'd be kind of like your Price is Right Family Feud combination. Or the, I think the least amount of times you brush your teeth too because that's you know kids they don't somebody. yeah but what if you did that and it popped up on the screen like 28 years old oh god. you'd be like oh my god that's just i not think it would pass out drug way too or often or like <laughs> the most weight you've lost or gained in a year oh the the gain would be, yeah uh, the gain would that go back to like a kid though no probably not actually Sadly. uh gross part yeah 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 i never had one of those <laughs> oh dollar in the jar yep uh, just we talked about it. What Justin was like, so it'd probably be twenty one for beers age, right? And Rosh and I were like, ah, we're not so sure. I can't say that it definitively wouldn't have been because you didn't really. I like could have a summer where I could wake up on a Tuesday at ten and be like, you want to go grab lunch and. Have a uh, beer I think or two? we broke it down pretty good. And I the would fact think twenty two, twenty three. Yeah, it wouldn't be twenty one. You're it's just your exploratory phase of drinking and trying to figure out what you like and mm-hmm. you're yeah. taking a bunch of shots at bars right. because you can you can order shots at bars yeah. now. Way more liquor at Yeah, I've never been a shot guy, but that is I that's the norm for most folks. I do agree with you all. Because yeah. if it was cheaper, that's what you'd do, right? Like if a shot was cheaper, you'd be like, Yep, that's fine. Especially with me. those little John Walls. Like it's just Actually sugar. I didn't do John Walls. Yeah, because it was they were only like three bucks a pop too, so you felt like a king because you could order so many. John took, Wall's got a drink named after him. Oh, oh, buddy, it was it was. What's that consist I'm not a, of? I'm not a shot guy. It was like what blue, blue, blue curacao, curacao uh, um, vodka, and something else. Was this like a John Wall special when he was in town? They or? were just blue. Oh. No, it was so just we like, just called them John Wall. Shots. Gotcha. That, you know that that 2010 team, Kentucky hadn't really been prominent nationally since 2005 so everything was just so amped up and then John Wall did his dance and you knew he's a superstar and probably gonna be the number one pick so yeah uh the John Wall shots those were delicious I bet if I had like two of them at the bar right now I'd have a two-day hangover because of how sugary they were were just we actually I, I I made some for a friend's wedding got one of those obnoxiously large flasks and it was like, you know what? This is going to be a little Kentucky special because they, you know, they're from. It was an out of town wedding, and people very enjoyed it. And I was worried that the bride might spill some of it on her dress. Not going to lie, it'd be fun. How, how awkward that be? Oh, like yeah. just blue all over. Yeah, you know. yeah, it'd be a fun story. Uh, but yeah, you, we'd like come into Louisville bars and either unintentionally ask or just be like, "Do you all make them here?" And I was shocked how many places. Either did or just be like, what's is it just like a blue vodka shot? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They're like, yeah, we got that. <laughs> but there were some that was like, oh yeah, we got that going, rocking. And hey, they they you. they know where their butter their bread is buttered. Yep, and uh, that was eight nine years ago. So that's fun. Jesus Christ. Apparently, <laughs> no, so there was a, I forget what he was recently in town for. But do you remember when he came back when he was hurt? 
Uh, Wasn't for, he like going to school? Uh, well, and he also got uh, the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. But was there, there was a time, too, that the Wizards profiled him. He was the, the Tower Hero team where he came back for a game. And I had a friend who was at Tin Roof, and John showed up and just ordered around for the, you know, like, John Wall's on me. Like, because if you've got a shot named after you at the local campus watering hole, you're going back to it and ordering it for the entire bar. Just that's just such a cool move. Is that what you got to do? Is that them's are the rules? Oh, same thing would apply if you had a sandwich named after you at like a local deli because you went there so much. Like I, I had a friend do that once as well. But it's not like in the TV show. I forget what TV show it was, but he came up with the most awkward sandwich just because it was one thing that wasn't on the menu and he wanted to have his name on it. Be awkward if they named like a diamond after you. Wouldn't want to go into Genesis, you know. Hmm. It'd be real awkward. Yeah, it would. I've always like, thought, right. too, if I had a signature sandwich, what would be on it? The Terry Diamond. Have to have some sort of fried onions. Love some good grilled onions. Ah, that's Grilled tough. or fried onions? Eat both, either or. Though that's what would be double onions. So you'd get some that are sautéed, some that are fried, like onion straws. Too many onions. Count me out, yeah. yeah. Love it. Love it. If you get a little fried onion straws on there, whatever, it's all right. It doesn't really add anything. It just adds a little crunch more than anything than a taste yeah, of Yeah, those things don't taste but like grilled, anything. grilled onions, what are you trying to do? Love them. Trying to have your Absolutely breath, breath stank for the next uh, week or so? Hey, the wife loves it, so uh, we consider it an aph- aphrodisiac <laughs> at the Roush house. Gee, oh my gosh. That's a little TMI <laughs> so on oysters, then, huh? we're just eating onions. Yeah, gosh. <laughs> Give me some of that onion breath, baby. <sighs> Let me lay one on you. Duke's. Duke's gonna ask some questions, and the answer's gonna Why be all eating onions. So all much? started with onions with well, your long you know, paw. <laughs> I didn't have a blooming onion that night at the Outback. Thank God. Gosh, who knows what? Or maybe you did, and then things went south. And uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Anyways, we've got. Uh, Let's get back on the rails. Were we ever on the rails? Okay, if you want to. <laughs> fine, fine by me. Uh, Yesterday, big day for football recruiting and all that stuff. Did anything happen with UK? Uh, so Zach Gagan is how you say his name. I know you probably see it written out, and you're like, "What are all these G's and H's?" Doing I just here? go with Grigan Hall. <laughs> but Zach Gagan uh, reported that uh, Michael Williams will officially visit Kentucky weekend of June 25th. So he was expected to get on campus. Good that they've got that pinned down. The top-rated recruit on Kentucky's big board. He's a five-star guy. Top 40 nationally. I think Rivals has him as the number 25 player overall. And he is that classic edge defender. The Josh Allen. The the the, the kind of guy that the, the folks who are picked in the NFL draft are a certain type of athlete. And they're just hard to come by. 6'5", 240, explosive. It just doesn't happen very often. And he's one of those guys, and he'll officially be on campus that weekend. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe that's whenever Travion Longmire's visiting. So that means Ooh. that they're trying to get all of their kind of committed kids in at the same time. Better get your reservations at Jeff Ruby. So I, I would assume that you know maybe they're working on a Keontae Goodwin for that weekend. His uh, his visit date has not been finalized yet either. But uh, you know I'm sure Dane Key they'll try to bring him around. So that's. Kind of, that's telling me that they're pointing towards that last weekend of June is the big one, and that also would be ideal too because June 25th is the last weekend of the the open June month where they're going to be taking a ton mm-hmm. of officials. So trying to save their best for a last. So 
I, that's significant news. Elsewhere, Georgia is just loading the hell up on transfers. They got a quarterback yeah, from Clemson, and then they got Eric uh, Gilbert from LSU, who was the he was like a number ten overall player in the uh, the the previous recruiting class. Played as a true freshman. He's another one of those guys like you just don't make guys built six seven that can move that well. Uh, so the rich are getting richer. The rich are getting richer. Boo. And uh, hey, but there's some transfer news potentially with Kentucky. Yeah, uh, and I haven't done is uh, digging to see to really gauge UK's interest on this one. Jacques Jones from Ole Miss, uh, inside linebacker who played for John Summerall for a season. And I think I think last year that he had 72 tackles. He entered his name into the transfer portal. Uh, yesterday, and you know what? It's kind of convenient that Kentucky needs an inside linebacker. So Jones could be that guy. I'd also add another name that isn't in the portal yet, and that's the other Ole Miss linebacker, Lakia Henry, who was the leading tackler for Ole Miss last year, I believe. Uh, He was a recruit for Summerall, but never got to play for him. He was his highest-ranked recruit Ever. I think he was even higher ranked than Josiah Hayes when he signed with Ole Miss out of JUCO. Really talented inside linebacker. So uh, I know I know the big speculation, a lot of it's like, oh, well, Summerall follows, follows that guy. I, I think if, if UK says we need to go get another guy, they'll get one of those two. They need to get another guy. That also comes down to whether uh, – I'm with you, Terry, because I think ultimately you You don't could, say no to depth in the SEC. Well – you could lean on Trevin Wallace more if you had Jackson as depth. But now if Wallace gets hurt, then you're stuck with Luke Fulton, Jared Casey, and DeAndre Square. It's three guys. It's not enough. I, I just wonder if these guys are – I'm using quote unquote, I'm using quotes here. But, like, are would they be too high profile for, hey, you know, it's going to kind of be committee a little bit. Like, are, you, are these guys going to be okay with that? Yeah, that and <laughs> and if the answer to that question is yes, that's awesome, and bring them in. Like if you can get the although Ole Miss's defense was horrible last year, Kentucky's had some really bad defenses, and they've had some really good linebackers or defensive players in those stretches. That uh, Bud Dupree's Azarius Smith defense was not that great. Those two players were great. Yeah. Uh, so they if you could get a leading tackler of an SEC team that had a pretty solid season, all things considered, although not on that side of the ball, you would that'd be awesome. Yeah, and the other part to it as well is, you know, Ole Miss's defense is not going to be good when they have Ole Miss's offense. And that's that is also true. You know, you're on the field a ton. They're scoring in bunches. There are people that think that like I want, I want Kentucky to score 80 points a game, but the defense to be the same. It doesn't <laughs> really work. You know, it yeah. doesn't really work that way. It works hand in hand. It'd be nice to have those things, no, but yeah, it doesn't uh, doesn't totally work that way. Okay, so I guess that'll be something to keep an eye on. UK yeah, football, uh, everybody's pumped for this season. So any any new exciting news is only going to help ticket sales and help get even people more pumped up about it. And uh, our our friends at U of L are getting more pumped up about their season too. I just random thought. I bet by the time that game against Ole Miss rolls around, you're getting some of those people predicting that they're going to beat Ole Miss. Which is gonna be good. Yeah, they had a they had a conversation on drive time home radio yesterday. U of L station 
Will Uval's defense be a top 25 defense this year? Oh, he's been setting that bar there ever since Satterfield came on a show two months ago. To be fair, I think one or two of them said no, but close. And then one of them said yes. And mm. I just wonder, like, where, where's that coming from? Hmm. Right? Yeah. Oh, well, Satterfield said it. He's trying to say, well, the, the defense is going to be much better. But why? They weren't all that great last year, although mm. they did improve. I guess maybe they're saying, hey, we really improved from one year to the next. Maybe now we're we gonna keep now we're gonna be in the top twenty five. They did have that one guy who, man, in his name, I have no idea what his name is uh, because, frankly, I didn't want to watch a lot of bad football, so I didn't watch a Louisville football last year. But they've got a guy who plays that kind of outside linebacker safety position for him that does have some hard hits. Like it was like, oh, this guy not afraid to come up and make a play at the line of scrimmage, who was pretty good for him, and I think he's going to be a senior for him this year. Monty Montgomery, it could be right. You know, I don't know if it's because I started on this show or what, but I have never believed in Louisville less than I do now. Like, what what in the hell do they see that they're happy with their future? Basketball or football, it doesn't matter. My gosh, what a terrible program. (laughs) Let's go to a break on that note. The Hour 2 Kentucky Roll Call coming up next. We have a ton of text, and then reluctantly, we got to talk a little U.K. baseball again. KRC, we'll be right back. Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. We were looking for the daily double there, Justin. But that's okay. Hour 2, Kentucky Roll Call coming up next, right now. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. Gotta tell me daily double. Well, normally when we didn't take, hey, it's okay. We're giving the people more. Break. Just give, giving them more. Give the people more. That's fine. Give well, them what they want. I mean, we're we're gonna have to make it up, but that's fine. <laughs> that, that's that's okay. Uh, people are probably like, oh my gosh, they're on at eight oh two. They never are. Here we are. You're welcome. We appreciate you all listening. Text on into the show five zero two four one four. 1450, 502-414-1450. Did you see Dr. Fauci's emails have been released? (gasps) Foyed, if you will. Were they on a separate server? No, just got the emails right here. Freedom of Information Act. My buddy, I I said, oh, it's going to be interesting. He said, kind of boring. So Gus has read all 3,000 Dr. Fauci emails already that came out this morning. It's amazing. So uh, I, I did a quick, I hit on the Twitter topic. And most of the people said it was boring, but I also clicked on the uh, Ellie Kipper topic, and most people were saying that she was in the KKK or something. So, you know, most times the tweets that people are tweeting about are not true. So we'll see. Wait till the jury comes out. (laughs) Wait, so you're saying that we're going to see emails that aren't real? No, no, no. I'm just saying, it's not that they weren't real. It was just people saying, oh, there's nothing here to see. Just everything, you know, like I don't, I don't 
know if that's true or not. I'm waiting for the journos to tell me. I have no idea if it's true or not because I'm not going to go through all the emails. I have also seen some that care. have come out. It looks like the one right now that a lot of people are getting hooked up on is one from February 2020 where he was talking about how masks don't work. You don't need to do it. doesn't matter if you're healthy. If you're sick, you should wear them. But if you're not sick, it doesn't matter. Yeah, isn't that what the CDC said then, too? And well, then he, he, he was very adamant on that. And then he came back and said that he didn't want a mask scare, which was a horrible excuse. But you can just say you went back on it. I mean, you did. Yeah, this, so we, who we, cares we, what your rationale was? Changed so that, a lot of stuff. So that email to me wasn't a big deal. Rand Paul is really mad about the gain-of-function emails and stuff like that. So I guess that will be something to keep an eye on. But uh, I, I think he was, like, texting about, are the labs still, are we still doing, you know, basically, are we still creating viruses and not, and that sort of deal. So I guess that will be something to keep an eye on, but that's out. That's probably going to be your political news for the day. Yeah. Uh, what are things I don't care about for 1,000? Oh, uh, who's the announcer now? Mayim? Is that? Not Alex. Can't do the Alex thing. Which, by the way, oh, wait, I already brought it up. I'm not going to do it again. Not going to do it again. Um, what I would like to bring up, but I don't really want to bring up is Sounds so. Great. Turns out that uh, folks don't want to play for Nick Mangione. Yeah, hey, keep keep writing about this stuff on KSR. Uh, this is ridiculous. Mitch Barnhart needs to needs to move in a different direction immediately. Doesn't just because players don't want to play for him doesn't make him a terrible guy. There are situations where you have mass exoduses where the players are kind of in the wrong, or it's just it's just not a good fit, and you should potentially keep the coach. I haven't had some goober. It was like, it's just funny you would defend Calipari after the worst season UK basketball, but Kentucky baseball has a well, winning record and you want them gone. Yes, if if Nick Mangione went to four College World Series and won one of them, I I would gladly <laughs> be okay with this stretch of UK missing the tournament every season in the last, what, four seasons four now? Four years now, yeah. It, 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 it's ridiculous. And I think only one of those years was Kentucky actually like – in contention, they needed a win. At the it was tournament. like the selection. Su- the selection Sunday was not kind to UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, we thought that they may be in. They didn't. Yeah, they they kind of fell apart a little bit late, and and they suffered because of it. It's. I don't know what Kentucky may have one of the worst teams in the history of the baseball program next year if this keeps up, and it will keep up. They're at nine now. Uh, nine players. It was. It was departing. Eight. Yes, and Jeez. then there's one, there's at least one more that's expected to hop in. It's probably going to get up to at least ten, and that's ones you know they're going to happen. And I know the two that we mentioned yesterday were were expected to be significant contributors next year. And I think that like not only is it the resume that you built up, but like Cal's former players don't speak ill of him. I know there's going to be some people who had bridges burnt that are going to obviously not like Mingione. And I've seen some of the tweets about how he's just terrible and like uh, blah, 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 blah. And you know what? Fine. Whatever. But the thing is, is like the whole upbeat shtick that he's kind of had from all indications of people inside the program, that's always been just a shtick. That's, that's the side that he wants you to see, but that's not really him. And maybe Mitch is only seeing that side. I would doubt that, especially if there's enough disgruntlement well, Mitch, going that's around. The thing about Mitch is, like, for how little he talks to the media, people at UK feel like he is involved, listens, engaged, like that he's not an absent athletic director. 
Well, to the media, he never talks, but supposedly he's around. So I agree with you. It's not like he wouldn't know that. Like he's not just turning Mingione a blind eye. Is a man of faith, and I'm sure Mitch Barnhart respects that. But he has to hear what these players are saying on their way out, yeah. or while they're and, transferring, or even while they're there. You and know, like certainly while like, they're there. The one thing I heard, even after his first successful season, it's like you know, just don't, just don't buy into all this stuff. Like that's. And and they put up with it for a little while, but once the the losing started happening, and more importantly, once he started moving scholarship money around from players that were currently on the team and giving it to incoming guys, that just really turned the locker room on him. And I think the other part of this too, TJ, is that you can be this rah 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 motivational Mingione if you're like that all the time. It's it's kind of like the Tebow thing where we always thought that it was an act. Yeah, but th- no, this is that's just how Tebow is all the time, and it, you know what? More power to him. You can respect that. Whereas if you're if you're only like that some of the time, but then you can be a jerk other the time, then you're just not like it, it's 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 almost disrespectful in a sense. And I just I I I, I don't know if you can repair that, this damage. You know? Yeah, I it, like. He, yeah, I've I've talked with him. I think once, nice, nice guy. You, you hear the radio interviews and that sort of stuff. Comes off yeah, as a nice guy. Met him a few times. And, and like I, I, I don't care so much about his personality. I, I just I don't like. That's cool if you're winning. If you're not, I just want coaches that are going to win. I don't want total tools that will win. But I don't. I think winning cures so many things that you don't really see that side of people until they start losing. I don't care if Nick Mingione is a fountain and not a drain. All that stuff's great if you're winning. If you're not winning, I just don't care. Just win. And the program's not winning, and there's no sight of winning in the future. He had one good season. One. It's the same thing where you don't care about the team's grades if they're not winning. It's just something you bring up if they're winning kind of deal. This is a little bit to a greater extent, though, because if the team doesn't like you because you're just way too – you're laying it on way too thick – in on one day, and then you're being a jerk the next. That's that plays a role in why you're not winning. You don't have the locker room completely behind you. So, I I just it's only going to get worse before it gets better. Yeah, this is something that like again doesn't the money change after June or something like that? Yeah, but why would you wait that long? It, uh, yeah, or I, no, or no, I don't. I think it's a little bit later. I think it might be later on. Like I don't August. know. But, but this is going to be maybe one where fan like I I hate calling fans to arms. Generally, I think you just kind of have to trust your athletic departments. But this is something where like we're going to talk about it because we need if you care it slightly about UK baseball, you you, you understand that there needs to be a change. It, you, if Nick Mingione is still the coach next year, the program will be dead for for years to come. I mean, six guys put their name in the portal within two days. I mean, the SEC tournament was still happening. The season wasn't officially over, but they had already got their paperwork and sent it in. Six guys. It's like, nope, I'm, as soon as the season's over, I'm done. And the thing is, this was like a better year than people thought it'd be. <laughs> yeah. 
Isn't that the sad thing? Like they, that, it it, they came, did a little bit better yeah. than they thought. It's still, you know, nobody thought they were going to make the tournament. But they they well, were in a spot where if you win that Florida series, you maybe are on the right side of the bubble. And you know, things they got swept by South Carolina, won one against Vandy. You don't know where things go from there. But it was even a better year than people thought it'd be, and people just could not wait to get the hell out of there. It to make matters worse, in addition to your your transfer guys that you're losing, I mean, TJ Collette was your one. Like, he was your star. He's gone because he's a senior. Some other guys, really good players that are just done because their time's up. You aren't replacing them with better players. I don't know the baseball recruiting rankings, but I know they ain't good. <laughs> they normally, he's actually recruited all right there. Like, you know, it, baseball recruitings are so funny because they take into account who all commits, but if they go pro, they go pro, you know? So, like, the top classes sometimes know they're going to lose guys to the pros. Kentucky seemingly is always in like the top 25, top 30, which you think would be good. And especially when better classes are probably losing more guys to the pros than UK is, that would only maybe bump Kentucky's class up a little bit. It seems like he, he's got the recruiting part down to where it was like, all right, you can't use that as an excuse. Because the in talent in Kentucky's good. You're getting some of these nice players. But now they're not getting better, and now they're not wanting to play for you anymore, and the team's stinking. I'm sorry, getting swept in a Super Regional is not enough goodwill for year five of missing the tournament. I have no idea what Mitch Barnhart's doing here. The extension was a joke. Like, And he's usually quick to correct mistakes. I'm still of the belief that he will be let go. And that is based on Mitch Barnhart's track record of not allowing things to drag on. This is dragging on. It's been dragging on. The extension, it was that was idiotic. But you can still correct it. You gotta get you gotta get a little juice back in the baseball program. It it's really embarrassing. Uh all right, let's get to the text line. 502-414-1450. 502-414-1450. Rosh, why don't you start us off? I went to Washington, D.C. for Memorial Day weekend, and it was awesome. On Monday, we went and visited the Capitol, the Monument, and Lincoln Memorial. Instead of walking, we used the Lime Scooters, and it was the Torpedo Gasoline with a side of Cannon Diesel sauce. They were low-key kind of expensive, being 30 cents for every minute, but it was so worth it. Y'all should try those out someday. Well, yeah, you, you, but you, you don't keep it with you while you're at the spot. You get a new one, right? Like you would go from one and then stop and hang around for a little bit and then go to the next one. Uh, the thing about DC too, Terry, have you have you you did you go to DC? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nation's capital. Who hasn't been to DC? It's uh, everything. You're like, oh, just look over there. It's right over there, and then you spend ten minutes walking. It's like, yeah, wasn't just right over there. It's kind of far. So I I, I remember back in the day, segways were popular, but they were expensive. The thirty cents a minute is actually pretty cheap to. If you just wanted to do like a drive by all the monuments, I think that would, I mean, you don't get a close up look of them, but if you did a drive by, that'd be fun. A lot of fun. You ever do the monuments at night? No, never did them at night. I've always wanted to do that. Is that a thing? Yeah, because the way they're lit up, especially the Korean one, I think I just did a brief stop at the Korean and Vietnam because they're right next to each other. And the Korean one, the way it's lit up, it kind of gives off the impression that they're, you know, wading through the jungle kind of deal. Hmm. So, yeah, heard heard it's really nice, and it's not as uh, touristy at night either. A little bit more space to... I wouldn't mind getting back to D.C. for a trip. Kind of surprised that I have not. I've been to Baltimore recently. 
Hmm. Not as good as DC. No, no. Roush needs to learn. I like this text. This is a good one. Roush needs to learn how to drink like a big boy. There's a time and place for higher APV beers like Space Dust. Some of us don't spend every available hour at the track slamming aluminum bottle domestic beers. Getting dusted isn't for everyone. <laughs> yeah, and for me, it's just when the temperature gets above 70 degrees. I hate beers in those aluminum cans. I'm not afraid to admit it. Oh. I'm with you on that. I don't know why. They, They're actually, terrible. I, I, like I, I feel like they've probably, like the ones I'm drinking at Churchill Downs probably were from Derby 2017. And you know, like, I don't know. Mm. They just never taste. Tastes ice cold to me. Are you are you doing like the Michael Scott where you put the orange juice in the metal and you're like, yeah. Metal. Maybe that's maybe it's just like the screw on cap just gets like triggers me. I don't know, but it's a lot of the golf courses. That's what you get, and I just do not like. That. See, I'm more okay. I don't know what with, it is. It's, I'm more okay with like the skinny ones, but I'm a Miller Lite guy. So in the aluminum cans, it's that huge wide yeah. mouth. I, those are terrible. Yeah, yeah. Bud Light ones are, are the skinny ones. Those yeah. are nice. They're but, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, and I think for me, it was more the heat. Like on Sunday, I prepared for the day by going to watch the wife play volleyball at 7 a.m. And it was not cold, but it was, it was, it was oh, I've got to have like a, a flannel on in jeans. And then I uh, still had the blue jeans on when it touched upper 70s later that day. And it's like, uh, yeah, I don't, I do not need a upper ABV beer right now. You, I, I still don't think you fully understand what I'm saying with how you drink them, but that's. That's okay. No, no, I understand, and I can do it. I just don't. It's not as refreshing, and I, I prefer to slam some beers. You slam my my, you slam my, my beer stats are much higher than yours, TJ. When we get our stats of life, I tell you what, guys, reminiscing on an awful sports year for the area has me down from Tuesday's show. Oh well, we didn't mean to do that. It was. I mean, it's over. Like it's the the bad year's over. Can't come back and hurt us anymore. Nope. So, but it was, it was a weird year. Like, it, I, you know, it wasn't, it was inside 10 years ago that U of L had the year of the Cardinal and Kentucky had been uh, winning basketball national championships and football certainly picked up in that time. That, that's the thing. That, that was the thing of yesterday, though, is that like for as down as everything is, UK baseball is the only one that I'm not like over the moon excited about. I cannot wait for football season and they still want a Gator Bowl. So they, they just, Kind of struggled not having a great quarterback or great wide receivers in an all-SEC schedule. All things considered, it would have been an eight, maybe nine-win season. Had it been, it was not. So you take it for what it's worth. Basketball, look at us. Like the whining and the moaning and the crying from just three months ago is gone. That's why folks just sometimes need to be patient with that stuff. So we were just more reflecting than anything. The texture goes on to say, but knowing that Loserville is having a much tougher time, knowing the future is not so bright is very uplifting for this Cats fan in particular. <laughs> Suck it, little brother, and get used to sucking it because you're going to be sucking on that old suck it for quite some time. <laughs> it's a good text into the show. And that and that is that you know, while we say that for Kentucky and, and we were excited about all these things, U of L, they're going to talk themselves into being excited for football season, and maybe maybe they'll be right. I, their defense will be better. It will probably be a little bit better. The issue is offensively, you lost Tutu and and Javion. Like you still have Mc, Mc, don't where are we at with his name now? Is it Malik or Mikhail? I, I really don't know. I think it's Malik again. Malik. Yeah, we're back. 
And he just he didn't take that step in year two as many. Thorn Watkins is like the is the name that everybody's been going crazy about this summer. That's not good. Or I mean, spring, he's I he's fine. He's a good athlete, but but this is going to be the first time. All right, last time UK had better wide receivers than U of L. Like really, not where it was debatable. Who? Uh, like where it was like, oh yeah, Kentucky's got better wide receivers. Would it be seven? Yeah, and even then they had Harry Douglas, who was great, and, may, and he played. He spent a lot of time in the NFL. Was a Rudy still around, even though he wasn't great? And I think they had Gary Barnage at tight end. I mean, ta- Tammy, Tammy probably. And actually, still I think Barnage, Barnage played with Craig. Gordon. He was he was a little bit longer, I think, with Craig. I think he was on the young end there. So I think you could safely say seven. But yeah, I mean, maybe the year that Kentucky had Cobb and uh, what's his yeah, name? Yeah, U of L had and been, Chris Wallace. Yeah, U of L had or, the guy that was shot. Not Chris Wallace. Chris uh, Matthews. Yes. Chris Matthews. Got my my news guys mixed up there, um, but yeah, yeah. Maybe Chris that, Wallace, starting wide receiver. For maybe UK maybe football. that season because they that was when Louisville was an early Charlie Ooh. Strong era, and they they recruited defense a lot. And I I think their best receiver Ooh. on that team might have been Doug Beaumont. And Gosh, that U of L team in two thousand seven was good. Oh yeah, but Craigsworth was just horrific. So he was bad. such a terrible coach. Look, you can I read this roster, yeah. and like again, some of these guys are younger, but Brian Brom. Hunter can't throw well. Mm-hmm. And then running backs, uh, they had Anthony Allen, who I thought was overrated. But Doug yeah. Beaumont was on the roster. Wide receivers, Harry Douglas, Trent Guy was their next big guy. Yeah, he was good. Uh, Urudia was still a that wide receiver. That was his bad year, team. though. He was better the year before with Petrino. Correct. That was when they weren't like, oh, he can't go across the middle because he's afraid to get hit. Gary Barnage was a senior in 2007. Okay. okay. So, the I mean, Gare Bear. They had Eric Wood yeah. as a junior. Earl Heyman on defense. I'm just throwing out some blasts from the past names. Mm-hmm. Willie Williams. He was a classic. Earl Heyman, Super Bowl champ for the Saints. Gosh. And that had, team were... didn't make a bowl game. Yeah, pretty crazy. Wow, Craig Thorpe really was terrible. How about that? Uh, I still would he, give Kentucky the wide receiver advantage, but it's closer than I thought that year. Very they, talented group from both Having teams. Dickie Wines, he's better than Guy. Yes, that, and I think that's what pushes them over the especially the a top. senior Dickie Lyons. Yeah, he was or, a senior. No, he's a junior. He had the, 08. The following year, he got hurt, mm. and Cobb wore number twelve the game after the Arkansas game. Yeah, beat Bobby Petrino. Yeah. first time beating him till was you know that beating year? him. Or again. Been two years later, so Petrino was at the Falcons. Who? No, it was 08. Okay, that was our senior. That was my senior year. Got my wisdom teeth out. Ooh, watch that game from bed. Under, probably feeling pretty good. And my too. friend, my roommate, got his wisdom teeth out, and he went to the game. It was a real PM. <laughs> it was. I was like, "Damn, I couldn't go to the game." <laughs> and that was back when they just handed out pain pills all willy billy. So imagine, oh, yeah. imagine a little seventeen-year-old TJ. Bright lights. <laughs> probably would have been too much. Bed was the right spot for me. Uh, all right, let's get back to another text. That was a fun one. Thank yeah, you, Texter. Nice little long long time listener, but missed some shows earlier this year when Trevor disappeared. What's the deal with him? I like Justin, but he sounds like he's sitting on the other side of the room with the mic turned off. I'll I'll let it be known that this texter said Travis. Long time listener, but he called him Travis. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Which I didn't even notice it said Travis. Yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. Speak, uh, well, speaking of our pal Travis. How is Travis doing? Well, uh, he he shared with me a moment from that AEW 
match that was at the the football stadium where they just like, all right, we're doing all of the stadium gimmicks for this pay-per-view show. And one of them was they busted into <laughs> Urban Meyer's office and Charlie Strong was in there. And the best part, I mean, there, there's a lot of to love about this scene. Urban handing him or Charlie handing him footballs to throw at the guy <laughs> and the guy's reaction to getting hit by a football. He's like, oh, I mean, it's like we, we've all been hit by a football. You don't need to sell it that hard. I get that when you get hit by a chair, nobody knows how bad it actually hurts. It's probably not as bad. So you can really play it up. But a football, like Justin, come on. They, they were spazzing all over the place yeah. getting hit by a football. That was a little ridiculous. It was a fun video, though. Yeah, and then especially when Urban hands him the laptop. <laughs> his and face when he hands him the laptop. Like, oh, here you go. <laughs> and just smashes it over <laughs> his back. Now, that probably actually hurt a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Granted, the, I think they wear the padding under their tops like they do in, in the NBA. They, uh, they also had the – it was – it, you know, it was a good little bit, and then Urban ends with a. I think they put him in like a uh, cart and shove him out of the room to end it. And then Urban just drops a holy bleep, and that's how it ends. It's like you know what that was, that was pretty good. Like well, well, for for doing stunts, like you know what, G- good job, good job. It's always just fun, you know. It shows a little personality. It also turns out that the owner of the Jags. His kid owns AEW, so that's why they go to Jacksonville Stadium, and that's how they get the coaches to kind of be there. There's one rich family. Did not realize that Charlie Strong, too, had, had joined up with his old pal, Urban. Get his group oh, yeah. back. That's yeah. where Charlie got to start, and he's not been, uh, aside from Louisville, he'd had a lot of success since. Yeah, the Texas stint was kind of like, it could turn into something nice. Yeah. and you I- want to give him more time, and they said, nope. Don't want to do that. Yeah. Don't want to go in a different direction. They weren't big fans of him there. They felt like they had to hop on the Tom Herman train real quick. Two two. And then now that they got Sark. Well. we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Why wouldn't they just have hired Lane Kiffin? Hmm. Who knows? Nebulous. Uh, it is. That's Texter true. says, "Ask Roush about any single coaching decision ever, and you will hear damned if you do, damned if you don't." Somewhere in his answer, spice up your takes a bit, bud. Wow. You don't want somebody coming after your takes. I'm also just a moderate guy. So, you know, I like to, after having a hot take, I like to bring it back. The one way Roush and I do think, and I think we're similar in this way, is that, like, we always do try to generally, well, shouldn't say always, but we we do a good job trying to see both sides of arguments and decisions and coaching decisions. And a lot of times, damned if you do, damned if you don't. So you're not wrong in bringing that up from time to time. I think the I think the I think the texture wants you to stop straddling the fence tile, which is fair. I, I do wonder too. We were talking about uh, coaching staffs yesterday, and if that's what he's talking about, like what? I, I can't have a hot take about a coach I don't know anything about. Like, you can well, yeah, you can. Go ahead and try it. It's a lot of fun. Worst hire of the Supes era. <laughs> Let's go to another break. Let's see what number that puts us on. Still two behind. That was fun. <laughs> well. This is KRC here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. Roush 
implying nerds can't have sex, so he's telling us Duke was adopted. Oh, oh man. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. What a good one. I just Boom. Put him in a coffin. So now he's whoever, dead. whoever that texture is is now my new co-host. I've learned a lot about Roush's personal life. Not a nerd, but onions get them going. Interesting. Whatever works. You know, it gets me going to Salsaritas. And you know what's great about the onions there is some other places you might ask for the fajita veggies. They don't cook them all the way through. And you get a bite of raw Ooh. onion. It's disgusting. That's Absolutely gross. disgusting. Yeah. Never happens at Salsaritas because they prepare their food fresh every day. Marinate it, cook it to its fullest extent, and it's great. It's great because you have so much variety too, TJ. It's not just your boilerplate. Here's chicken, here's beef, here's steak. Like you've got a little bit of everything to choose from there, and you can eat it in a variety of different ways. the The one thing that I must sadly admit, still haven't had the quesarito, and I don't know what I'm waiting. Missing for. out, buddy. It's because the chips are so good. I just want to get nachos or a burrito bowl and just chow down on some chips. I should just get the quesarito with some chips and salsa on the side because that hot salsa, whoo, so good. I have uh, found myself in days that I have busy mornings, like, you know, radio show, and then I've got things I've got to get done that, like, lunch is my saving grace, just like the light at the end of the tunnel. Get Mm -hmm. to lunch, and then maybe the back half of your day won't be as busy or stressful. And when that lunch happens to be salseritas that you're looking forward to, knowing that you're going to save a little bit of money on the app, that you're going to get the most delicious Fountain Blue Powerade mm. or the spicy hot chips that's going to leave just the slightest fun tingle in your mouth, makes it all that much better. Such Two locations treat. in Louisville, Middletown and St. Matthews. Middletown has a drive through so you don't have to get out of your car, which on a rainy day like today could be huge. Oh, gosh, I'm going to be out in the rain all day. Mm. Yeah. Oh well. Yep. So I got a jacket. Am I right? Yep. You are right. The good. Good news is though, we're halfway through the work week. Get that four day week, day two. Yeah, but I I changed my mindset that like, all right, it's a four day work work week. I'll be halfway through and I'm done on day two. So I'm not there yet. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll get there eventually. I I did want to share. I know the rain is happening, so the game. Could not go on his plan. Last night's got rained out. But uh, Joey Votto, Cincinnati Red Star, he's rehabbing with the bats this week. Yeah, I was going to play last night, but uh didn't happen. Yeah, so but you could get a chance to see Votto at some point. We should have a little KRC at the ballpark night. Just go stay for like three innings, have a few beers. Can we go on Bark in the Park night so I can hang out with y'all's dogs? Mm, my yeah, dog would not behave Abe well. would just hate yeah, that. Yeah, He hates other people, dogs, the whole nine yards. <laughs> Fair enough. Sounds like if he's not really just like sitting on me or his mother, then he doesn't like anything, as a matter of fact. So, uh, yeah, he, he's just getting grouchier and meaner with age. So it is what it is. But uh, we can go on a non-bark at the park night. Fair enough. We can go there and just look at other people's dogs. Ooh. Oh, if you're not bringing your all's dogs, I don't want to go on bark in the park night. <laughs> Screw that. Oof. Justin only likes animals if he knows their owners. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Cat, oh, I don't know your owner. Well, yeah. get the hell out of here. <laughs> that's that's it's it. intern cat. We're the owner. Uh, yeah, it's your cat. It's Dugan's cat. <laughs> Texter says, so you're telling me Hoosier Dingus sucked down on Big Bill on the Hills Red Rocket. What the hell? <laughs> it, I think that was accurate. It was a drink called the Red Rocket. 
mm-hmm. on Big Bill's Hill. That's right. Big Bill's on oh, the hill. Over there at uh, Old Capitol, right? That's right. You played it with your Big X 2021 Sports Radio Golf Card. It's expensive. Justin was saying 45 and 50 bucks around That was that. after three, too. Wow. So oh, the wow, morning yeah. rates, when it's nice and cool, are going to be even ex- more expensive. You don't have to worry about those expensive rates wherever you're at. Uh, those are just core. That's just the cost of playing golf nowadays. That's that's kind of the norm. Forty to fifty bucks, even more mm-hmm. than that. The the nicer courser you get. How about twenty five dollars around at nice courses like Cherry Run, Old Capital, Elk Run, Valley View, Christmas Lake. Twenty five dollars around, card included. You're not getting those rates anywhere else. That's the 2021 Big X Sports Radio golf card. Get it today at BigXSportsRadio.com or eight one two seven two five fourteen fifty seven. That was fifty five before three. Woo! So thirty dollars in yeah, savings. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of the going rate. But who wouldn't want to be able? That's a who, who wouldn't want to be able to save that? Yeah, yeah. Great course. Okay. Uh, Texter says Shay here. It's summer radio, so here we go. If I gave you the choice to, one, change our basketball uniforms, two, change our football uniforms, three, change our logo, the catch is you have to pick a jersey or logo that we've used in the past. I'm either bringing back black Kentucky football uniforms or the Power K, kind of torn. What say y'all? As always, suck it. Also, we were listening to you guys on the way back from the honeymoon, and after my wife heard y'all dissing on her for the no TV policy, she looked at me and said, I did like them more than KSR, but not anymore. So ah. there's that. <laughs> well, you have to tell her, well. Well, you know what? That's, hey, we're Alicia, honest with our listeners, okay? And, and at least you got the airtime, right? <laughs> Speaking of airtime. Uh, I'll ask you off the air. Okay. God, if that's not a Roush tease. No, no, it, 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 I, don't, I don't know. It it's, has nothing to do with KSR. Okay, in good. In any capacity. All right, good. Website, radio, not a thing to do with it at all. It's just, uh, I'm curious what's going on with somebody not affiliated at all that that we that I don't even personally know. I'll ask you later. Ooh, I'm excited. It's not even a while, huge While deal. we're at it, uh, just so, uh, tease and peace to my boss right now, who's going through a, a Bout yeah, of illness right serious. now. Yeah, but it it also sounds like he's gotten through the worst of it. That's good to hear. So uh, hopefully he's back on his feet in, in no time. Yeah, ho- hope so. I had seen that he had not been uh, on the show for a little bit, and uh, ho- we are hoping for a speedy recovery. All right, answering Shay's question here. If you had to pick between those three things. I ain't touching the football uniforms. I, yeah. Shay, I do agree with you that like bringing back the black would be awesome, but – if I, I, th- I think we've got a pretty good setup right now. See, I really like the the '90s. Like, I actually like the the '90s UK logo more than the Power K, where it's got the Wildcat and a UK under it, and they would change it with either a basketball or a football. Mm-hmm. I think it's really cool. I just want the. I, I'm going logo, and I'm I, I the logo that I'm picking is the one. It's not the one from the '90s. It's not. Uh, oh, it's like the it's 70s not the Power one. K. It's one with like the cat's face. Yeah, this one. Here you go. He's got a big great, head and great a skinny radio. little body. It's a little disproportionate. No, it says Kentucky going down the K, and then to the right of the K is the, like a a real looking. Oh wildcat. yes, yes. That's the logo that I'm rolling cool. with. Yep. That's going to be everywhere. I'll post it over to the Kentucky Roll Call Facebook page because again, this makes for great radio. But the basketball uniforms don't bother me at all. And for folks that like hate them. Obviously, other folks do like them because 
other colleges and high schools are wearing them all over the country. Now, if you're just in the mood for something different, it's been too long, I'm all right with that. It has been a long time. I'm surprised they haven't changed them up. And I think part of the reason they haven't changed it up is just to be a little stubborn, to be honest with you all. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't mind if they switched them up. But I like them how they are, so I also don't care if they don't. Um, I am a little stitious, as everybody knows, mm-hmm. and Kentucky hasn't been to a Final Four since the checkerboards have been around. So from that regard, I wouldn't mind. But uh, out of the things that I would want to see differently the most, I guess it'd be the logo, but I don't really care about the logo all that much either. I just think this one that we had back in like the 60s or whenever it was, was too legit to quit, as the kids would say, Rush. Has the basketball team ever utilized a black jersey? Probably not, huh? Yes. Once. Have yeah. they? Well, more twice, actually. Um, How'd that look? I bet that was sweet. They were smooth as yeah. all get out, buddy. Uh, their longtime equipment manager passed away, so they wore these special black jerseys that all had Kitely on the back of them, mm-hmm. and uh, they were awesome, and people liked them so much that they wore the jerseys later that year, but no Kitely on the back, and then they, they wore them on actually a Friday the 13th and lost uh, in the SEC to tournament to LSU. Oh, and okay. uh, so I don't think we've worn black jerseys ever since. I know. That was Billy Gillespie's last year. Was that, that his last game? No, because he got fired after losing at Notre Dame in the NIT. Oh, yeah, they, you're they right. Won, yeah, yeah, yeah. They forgot, won a couple of NIT games. Forgot about the NIT. They actually Sheesh. won like two or three. Uh, but the I didn't know this until Kyle Tucker did his, his long oral history on that 2012 team. And one of the equipment managers said, you know, Cal doesn't like change. He's a really superstitious guy. So the year of Anthony Davis years, they had the, the silver jerseys. And they kind of dangled it out there like an incentive. And he's like, that's kind of what you had to do to push this team. But uh, And he would always say, well, if you don't come out and play good, then we're changing it at halftime. It was kind of a, a, a way to make sure that they came out because Cal's superstitious. And he, you know, he doesn't want to change things up that much. The thing is, if he was that superstitious, he would have changed back to the pre-2015 uniforms by now. Yeah, that's the thing about superstitions, though, is you can go down so many different alleys with them. The, I'll just never forget those the worst jerseys in the history of U.K. basketball, the ones that you got beaten by 31 at Tennessee the game after Nerlens got hurt. It was the ones that had the U.K. logo oh, on the God, front. Oh, God, those were so bad. The U.K. came out wearing these like new warm-ups that were hoodies, and they thought they were so cool. And they the hoodies didn't look bad, but the jerseys were dreadful. And then Kentucky just got stomped by Tennessee, and that's when you were like, okay, not having Nerlens on this team. We don't know where the bottom is. I just found those black jerseys that we were discussing, and my goodness. What, what are smooth, they doing? My gosh, that is such a good-looking jersey. And you got to remember, too, those were like when everything was super-duper baggy. So imagine them like not looking like parachute shorts anymore either. <laughs> I think they need to go back to that. Oh, thing. they were pretty nice. I yeah. wouldn't mind if they wore those every so often either. But, uh, it's a good-looking jersey. Thank you. I, 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 like you I, I thought so, it. too. I had a I, – no, no, no. I did not get a black jersey. I got one that had the black K on it because they wore those mm-hmm. all season after yeah, Kylie yeah. passed away. I got one of those. But they were like auctioning off those black ones. And they were not cheap, especially for a little high school <laughs> TJ student. Uh, wouldn't, wouldn't be able to afford that bad boy. What do we got next on the text line? Good good text, Jay. And tell your wife that we disagree with the TV decision, but we've heard nothing but great things about her, and we hope that she changes her heart on her favorite radio shows. That actually happened on Kentucky Derby Day, and uh, people forget the Belmonts this weekend. People do forget, and people certainly don't give a poop. Uh, Hot Rod Charlie's going to win it. Especially that Mandaloon's not running it. Kind of a bummer, but I think that uh, 
I don't think Cox thinks he's a long distance horse. He does think essential quality is, and he's the morning line favorite at two to one. Rumbauer, who is the Preakness winner, is at three to one. Hot Light Rod Charlie, third choice at seven Actually, to two. Actually, should be a decent race. Yeah, it's got all. If the, I remember to turn it on, I will. No, I think no, we'll be out to dinner. Known agenda was the Florida Derby winner, winner that drew the first post, and they were like, "Ah, oh, we really like this horse, but it drew the one." going to be too crowded for it so there's I, I think it's actually going to end up shaping up to be a pretty solid race pretty solid race for saturday night at 650 on nbc there you have it uh texter says what's the real reason all of the kentucky baseball players are transferring mingione should just go ahead pack up his bags because this is a terrible look the real reason is they don't want to play for him yep okay. that, that, i mean that's just that's but there's why? i don't think there's a fake reason but why because He's. They don't enjoy it. Uh, yeah, I mean the specifics. Why I think Roush has heard some stuff, but it's. Uh, it's kind of the talking out of both sides of your mouth. The stinking part. Um, people just don't want to play for losers. They just don't. Nope. You only get so many years to play college baseball. Why would you want to go somewhere that you think is a sinking ship? Texter says Damian Lillard may have had the most impressive performance I've seen since Kobe dropped eighty-one. I was going to say, because, and I'm sure there have been some crazy scoring performances in the NBA since. Yeah, I mean, Devin Booker had that 70 points that one, one night and maybe 71. his second year. Yeah. But 55 it, in a playoff game it, is pretty nuts. It reminded me of the Malik Monk game where just every time he put up a shot, no matter what the circumstance, you thought it was going in. I mean, for God's sakes, he banked in like a fadeaway from the wing. Really is one of like the the most specific best sports moments. This could be a summer radio, but like for an example, one is a, a chip from just off the green that like a professional golfer makes, and it's a huge chip or something like yeah. that. But like when a basketball player starts getting in rhythm and the excitement of like, oh, is and it going? Ah, oh, yeah. or like you know the excitement of like ah, I win it. And then you do that, like, and then the third time you do it, where yeah. it's just like, oh my gosh, there's no way this one goes in. And then the reaction after that one, like little in-game sports moments. That's See, one of the that's one of the best. The closest thing that I can compare that to in the game of football was just the Lynn Bowden phenomenon. When you're like, surely it's, this is going to start quit working eventually. And every time you got a moment of doubt, he would just crush you. I mean, the Louisville game. As much as, I mean, Kentucky won by what? A gazillion points, maybe? 72, 38, something like that? Yes. It was a lot of points. It was kind of close at halftime. And there were definitely some whispers in the press box like, well, what did they change it up? What happens here? And then on the very first play of the second half, he just bust one for 63 yards through like 11 guys, breaks all of the tackles. And it's kind of, it's just the 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 getting in the zone, the act of being in the zone, Benny Snell getting hit by three dudes and then somehow popping free and getting five more yards in the first down. Like that kind of stuff was just and unbelievable to watch. I think this is my second, to be fair. We've crushed them today and really like the last week or so, but – Lamar Jackson, some games where it's just oh like, gosh. all right, I realize this defense ain't up for it. And it'd be just a video game. Yeah. Uh, jumping over Syracuse players. That was absolutely nutty as well. Totally agree. When you see somebody that can kind of just turn it on and the sport is coming to them at a different level than their opponents, it is uh it is super, super fun to watch. This text is interesting. Isn't uh, one one thing before we move on, isn't it crazy that the two most explosive scores in the NBA come from Davidson and Weber State? That Weber, is, yeah, that is, that Weber, is, whatever. <laughs> that is wild. But yeah, yeah, I mean, 
Both actually had NCAA tournament success too. So I know they're they. It's such a random thing. Pretty decent correlation with small school guys. I know Ali Farukmanesh didn't have a lengthy NBA career, but there are some small school guys that get around for a while. I didn't realize Robert Covington too was a Tennessee State guy, and he's just been messing around the league for a decade. Kawhi Leonard, San Diego State. I know that's yep, not the same true. level as maybe a Davidson, or maybe it is. I guess bodes well for Kellen Grady. No. Oh, Kellen Grady. I like wow. where your head's at. Absol- Kellen Grady next. Damian Lillard. Wait, I, did, I don't. Did, I don't think Damian Lillard did he. He went to Weber State. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I don't think he made the tournament. Maybe not. I thought they won a game. Is it 15? No, I don't think so. I don't think Weber State has won a game as a 15 seed. I feel like I'd remember that. But who knows? Uh, Weber State has been to. Let me. Let me. You. You look that up. I'll they've read been to. Oh, they actually were in the Sweet 16 in the 70s. Uh, no, they just appeared in the NCAA tournament when he was around, but they never. They did not advance. So I was wrong. Stand corrected. Might have had a good game though. That's I, remember I remember that it from. they got. I thought they got snubbed when Damian Lillard was there. And I remember people being like, "You got to see this guy in the NCAA tournament. He's going to be so much fun." And they ended up not making it. And I think they, I don't know if they were, they probably just didn't win their conference. And I think they had a good, you know, one of those things where you had a good record, but you probably need to win your conference to get in. Um, but I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. They went That's, just before and just after. So gotcha. my memory was fogged, but nevertheless. This texter says, hey guys, plumber here. I'm putting in, I'm putting in the sewer today in the pouring down rain. Just wanted to say thanks for being on the air. Oh, well, thanks for. What, what does that mean? Putting the sewer in. He's putting a sewer in. That's like what I don't understand why that's so hard to comprehend. The concrete. They're hooking up a sewer line. Oh, like in the street. I guess when you hear like plumber, I you don't think of bit. You think of household, not commercial. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Whoa. Sounds like a big job. Well, thanks for listening, buddy. Somebody's got to do it. Yeah, I thought that'd be like an engineer. No, maybe the engineer plans it, but somebody's got to be down there and hooking up the pipes to one another, making sure there's no Hope you're cracks getting in there. Fat cash for that work sounds messy. Yeah, well, good. Roush, who is this Jackson Schultz fella who committed yesterday? Can't find much on him. Thanks. He's a walk on. That's why you can't find much on him. I haven't. It happened while I was at the camp, and I wasn't paying much attention. I would say that. Uh, a lot of times, I mean, you're probably coming from a decent. Oh, he's from Trinity. Oh, so they're just getting a Trinity kid. Yeah. Oh, it's good. You take Trinity and say next. Th- there's that Trinity running back. He's got no offers. I don't. There was a post on him on House of Blue. Uh, got no offers, but like his highlight tapes are awesome. I don't. I don't quite understand it. Uh, let's see if I can get that name for you. But yeah, it's Armand good. Tucker. Oh, I've heard of him. He's he uh, broke. Uh, yeah, I think maybe he's got offers now. He. Uh, I, I remember Vanetti hyping him up because he broke Rondale Moore's hundred yeah. yard hundred meter dash record. Yeah. At Trinity, and but I believe he's just going to be a junior next year. Yeah, I don't know why like Kentucky wouldn't offer this dude. One, Trinity's going to continue to have good. Until players. we get better, yeah. And yeah. two, like at a minimum, special teams guy. Yes, I mean, Derek Locke turned out okay. I think he was a little overrated, but. Different conversation for a different day. John here. Good morning to all. Wow, Booker was going crazy last night. If AD comes back, this can still be a series. Okay, you guys are – what? did LeBron get hurt? Is that why he left early? Uh, see that? His, his shame. 
Feel he's got was hurt. hurt. Did you see that, Justin, that he left early? I didn't. No. Well, but I, I mean, I assumed he probably did because that score was out of control. Yeah, 30-point beatdown. If AD comes back, you guys, or this can still be a series, okay, you guys worried about the UFO sightings. At one point in time, there was apparently 14 UFOs around a naval ship. So what do you guys think? Well, got to go. Talk to you later. I, you know what? I'm I don't know. really disappointed that I haven't watched the – 60 minutes on the UFO stuff. Yeah. That was when I missed. It's what you'll think. I mean, it's just people being like, yeah, there's, I think there's UFOs. And then well, there's people like, we don't know what it is. I'm but just it's curious something. what the State Department official stuff actually says. You know what I mean? I can't help but think this is a ploy for the government to get more money. Oh. Or like the Defense Department to be like, see, now we're dealing with UFOs. We need money. Yeah. Please, please. And then like even the left is probably like, oh, we're so sick of military spending. But this, they can be like, but these are UFOs, so we'll allow. Like yeah, everybody's kind everybody's of all wheels under the, under the disguise of UFOs when in reality it's just like, hey, spending bajillions on military is starting to get old for a lot of people. But if we, what if we did something different? Same but different. Ooh, you Same, know what we could also do? But different. Is tax vices. <laughs> huh. Let's just start by having vices. Amazon announced they will not be testing job seekers for pot. Good. Why? Because you don't do it for alcohol, you shouldn't do it for pot. Yeah. We're finally coming into 2021. Wow. See, they were still drug testing for pot? Oh, a lot of places do. Most places do. Oh, yeah. Man. Well, I shouldn't say most. I don't know that. I have not applied to most places. But my <laughs> understanding is that a lot of places still do it. Well, a lot of places stop drug testing with the corona. It's because of the cost. Well, a lot of Saves places weren't cost. hiring. But, yeah, yeah. I guess, you know, people are going to be – imagine, like, the job market now, how everybody just needs employees if, like, a play, like a fast food place. We're just like, <laughs> I'm going to need you to take a drug test. Yeah, yeah. because we know if one place doesn't I would just turn do around drugs, and be like, if you are, it's the service industry. <laughs> if, if, if you're drug testing me, I'm going to need you to take a drug test because, <laughs> come on, you all just need workers. Everybody, let's just get back to, to business here. I do know that – I remember seeing uh, – I, I know the vocational places still do. Which, you know, that's a good selling point for folks. Like, we drug test our workers that are coming into your home. So, like, I kind of I kind of get that. I was talking to a the lady work. who's head over the Department of Justice in Kentucky. You all realize state government employees don't get drug tested? That doesn't sound right. I swear. That's crazy if that's state true. State government employees but the thing don't is, get tested. I, I, but the thing is, I don't care. Like, Roush, you're right. You, you don't want people going into people's homes under the influence, but that's not what a drug test is doing. A drug test is just showing up if you have done it in the past two weeks. Right, but it's a deterrent if it's random. You know what I mean? Like, you would... Absolutely. Yeah, but, like, who cares that if somebody on the weekend wants to do that and then on Wednesday they have to go... Even if they were a doctor, I wouldn't really care. Well, and that's... The the issue would be a slippery slope sort of deal, but the same, you don't test for alcohol. What if somebody shows up drunk to your appointment? That's the thing that I think is holding federal stuff back, especially people at like MAD, because there's not a reliable breathalyzer to test you if you're under the influence at that moment. It's all within the last two weeks. And if you could have a... I thought there was something they could do now. If it is, it's Just not show, as readily available. That's probably what it is, you yeah. Know, I do think they have stuff that's like, okay, well, you know, your saliva came back for something, it, like in one of those instant tests where you can shake and stuff and like you that. you can find within the next, yeah. within the last few hours or something. Yeah, but uh, hey, tra- uh, South Carolina guard, 7th Woods, has entered the transfer My report. gosh, he's still in college? Yep. 
Jeez. Well, well Which, people forget that like he he had that insane mixtape when he was like twelve. You know. So, so we we've been hearing about him forever. Seventh Woods. He was at UNC. Right. So uh, what? He'll just need to go to East Carolina next. I want to see. Oh, hilarious he, joke. Yeah, and, that is that was pretty good. That's the only one he's missing. So the Seventh Woods mixtape. What year do you think the Seventh Woods mixtape came out on YouTube? No, no googling. Let's just. Uh, 2013. Y'all googled it already. No, <laughs> that just that, that's like it was eight around. years ago. Yeah. Was it really 13? 2013. God, I'm getting good it at my has guesses. 16 million views on YouTube. 16 million. I bet he feel. I tried to interview him around that time. I think it was like fourteen. Mm-hmm. He was too big, too big to do interviews. Never really played at UNC. He was all right at South Carolina. Not great, yeah. but it was okay. You mentioned the too big to do interviews, and my goodness, the media and sports people—they're just really going with this Osaka story. Oh well, I just I I don't I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. And I think it's I just, funny that so many people are coming back now being like, well, we, we support we support her mental health. Well, and there's also... Like, well, uh, you didn't really, though, because you were coming after her. And well, she deserves to become... Like, I'm sorry, if you, you have a job, you sign an agreement to do media. That's fine. Do it or don't do it and pay the fine. $15,000 to her Trump is $2 change. to yeah. you and I. It's nothing. And the thing that I... Highest paid female athlete in the world. I know that it can come off as a big journal hardo kind of deal. Like they need to speak to the media. Well, the thing is, if you don't make it a requirement, then nobody will. Nobody will. It's kind of a play ball type deal, especially for college kids who want to go pro because they know that the media is going to be even more difficult and more hostile at an older age. But it's a, there's a bit, it's a, it's a mutual beneficial relationship. Here, I, if you know how to play the game correctly. Yeah, I, I'm fine with forcing athletes to do media. And if you don't, then you can find them. I'm okay with that because your fans want to hear from you. And without your fans, you wouldn't really have Especially much. you want to talk to them after your big moments. Well, you can't just not talk after your bad moments, too. Or you can, but pay a fine. Yeah. You know, because those are the rules. And when you agree to rules, you need to kind of follow them. A uh, texter says... Once the ridiculousness of COVID restrictions are lifted, it's time for an IU UK football series again. That's yes, a harasser. Please. I'd be down with that. I'd love it. I've been telling Roush I've want, wanted more intriguing out of conference games. Uh, IU would be a perfect one where Kentucky would probably get an easy win more times than not. <laughs> and what's he laughing about? I wonder what that series is. Kentucky's. I mean, they were both pretty bad for a while. I would almost rather have Indiana-UK football back than basketball. That's what we're talking about. I would much rather have yeah, UK-IU football than basketball. I think that's what we're talking about, isn't it? We are. That is what we're yeah. talking about. He was just well, saying that welcome everybody to the conversation. Always, he says everybody oh, wow. always is talking about basketball, but he would rather – conversation should be football. And, I agree. And, Next time Dick Vitale does this, Justin, you and I are coming after him. That's right. And right now, Indiana actually has an eighteen to seventeen. Oh my gosh! Advantage this over Kentucky in a one-game win streak over the Cats. Suck it! Back in two thousand five. Switch it. Get it going instantly. If they're playing U of L, why aren't we playing them? I, I hate all these ho hum, podunk, out of conference games. They're. I mean, I'm still going to be pumped for the first game of the season, but you know why I'm Kentucky's really won nine of eleven though. Indiana just had a nice little run back there in the seventies. We got we cannot let IU have the football series lead. Change that instantly. Gosh, I just we need to have Mitch Barnhart on this show. So much to get to him about. <laughs> yeah, uh, why don't you fire that guy? Huh? Yeah, go on, fire your friend, <laughs> Robert. I'm a state employee. They hundred percent drug test when you 
initially get the job. How about you stay in your own state? Who's your ding? Wow. I was going to say, it didn't sound right. That's I mean, that's bad information given to me then. That, that came from the head of the Department of Juvenile Justice. Well, but they okay. might they might not like concurrently get because she tested. was Because she was telling me how she's worried about how all, she has to worry about her employees smoking and all this. Yeah, that's what she said. State employees don't get drug tested. I think I just I'm wrong, Robert. the person's My bad. name. Wow, we can we can really discuss off air because I'm curious if you really found it. Really putting him on blast. Or I mean, I just Googled what Sorry, they said that her title was. Justin, you should be much <laughs> less specific next time. No kidding. You put All right, on blast. that's our show. What do we have tonight? NBA? Yeah. Uh, Anything fun? We're going to hear from Dante Allen today. hey I will say, like, we haven't talked about this. Dante Allen's kind of been, like, buried <laughs> he kind of has like you know you know it's on him to step up and 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 not let that be the case but while like we were talking is he going to transfer we better make sure that he stays and even i was like this is a guy you just make sure he stays make sure he's happy make sure he stays but now it's like where does he fit in <laughs> so maybe we'll find that out today when we talk or when you are you gonna do it talking with him? i'm Somebody's... not going today somebody else is going today who's going i don't know but it's the camps in Either Easter, it's in Northern Kentucky today. So I think Drew is making the trip for us. Ah, nice. Yeah. It's big. All right. Everybody have a good day. Thanks for all the texts on the show. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen.